This is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. It's Sunday, March 27th, 2022. Well, you know, I took a look outside today and there's snow on the ground. It's minus four outside. Um, and I just don't know what's happening in the hives. We have some sensors out there where we know that the hives are still active. But think about it. March 27th, the queens probably started laying about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. A lot more eggs to get ready for the spring pollen nectar push uh, with maple trees and willows and all that, pussy willows and then dandelions and, you know, the usual routine. But because of this weather, it's going to be difficult for them because if you've had a lot, if you have a lot of workers, the question is how do they keep, uh, you know, how do they sustain themselves unless there's a lot of stores of honey from last year, which we don't know because we have a lot of singles. We overwinter singles and we have some double mediums. So we're going to have to see. We also have one um, top bar hive that's in its uh, just finished its uh, third winter, going into its fourth year. So we're we're pretty excited now. That's going to be a challenge. So I'll tell you a little bit about the plan for the spring, and um, we can go from there. I'm not sure where, what you're planning to do, but we're looking at taking the hives that survived this winter, and this will be their fourth, and using. Uh, what we have to um, split them so that we can create from the survival hives a number of other hives which is part of the uh, Darwinian uh, black bee box or bee black box technique which is written up in the literature and used in Europe and hopefully that will enhance. Now one mistake we made was I didn't have enough I think I've talked about in previous podcasts genetic diversity so all of the bees that we use pretty much came from the same source so what we are going to try to do is bring in some Saskatchewan Queens and I've talked about that and hopefully uh, that will happen uh, later in the spring if we get a spring and we don't just skip right into summer we're also going I'm also going to work to really separate the hives across the 50 acres because I think that putting hives beside each other and, and there's a lot of science on this is, is a problem and we also want to encourage um, some of the hives to swarm. So, so this is sort of going to be a really crucial spring for us. The other exciting thing we're doing is, is we're going to be putting a 24-7 um, webcam at the entrance to one of our hives, and it'll be broadcast at the Bee Science Club. So we're putting those logistics together, and we hope to have that ready uh, sometime in April. Um, and it's going to be really exciting. So to be a Bee Science Club member, you'll be able to click in and put it on your computer, show it to your children. You know, if you get a sunny day, check on it and see what the bees are doing. Now, we know the cycle of a honeybee hive uh, can be anywhere from a brief period all the way up to three years, four years. It can be even longer. So we're putting it in a situation where we're going to initially be on track to observe a hive that's just gone into its fourth um, winter and so the chances of it surviving are not great but um, we don't know um, maybe they maybe it is great but the point is should that hive not make it or decide to move elsewhere we will simply um, work to put another hive there to, so that people can continue to study or we may leave the entrance of an empty hive which won't be very exciting but we'll add to the sort of life cycle study of what happens to a hive. So I'm not sure on that one. Uh, we're also um, looking to create, you know, different areas for the bees to be. So the hives will be, I'm actually going to put some right in the middle of our wildflower field. Uh, 
which I've never done. We've always put them near structures or trees or, you know, something that like that to protect them. These are, these are still somewhat protected from north wind, uh, not perfectly as some, are some of the other hives. So we, were, we may do a trial of four or five of the hives that we're bringing in for uh, worker bee stock to split and uh, use with the Saskatchewan queens. It gets pretty cold in Saskatchewan, so I don't think it'll be as cold, even if they're in a bit more of an open area, but we'll have to wait and see how that turns out. So at the Wildflower Bee Farm, we're sort of in a pause mode. I walked a bit of the farm the other day. There were no um, real sign of vegetation. It's still pretty cold. Uh, frost obviously is on the ground. And we're going to have to see what happens with the clovers and the wildflower seeds as they start to sprout for the spring. And also, the real important thing is to look at the hives and decide how to split them up and how to create the maximum of those hives that have survived through this technique and also with the new genetics. So I'm Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. I look forward to talking with you again sooner as we continue to push through the spring and I'll be able to give you updates on what's happening here in the farm. Have a great one.